Okay, Gene. I'm ready. Are you ready to be counted in? I'm ready, fucking bitch. Ready in Chamesh. Arba, Shalosh, Stein. Yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's at? It's been so long, Matt. I've not been doing this show. Guys, I haven't heard that theme song in weeks. And, you know, my apologies. I've abandoned you. I love you. But I've been gone. Mommy celebrated the holidays. I've And I was, look, I got kids. I got a life. And, and sometimes I can't do everything. So you know what? I made an executive decision. I said, I says to myself, I said, self, you need a break. You need to do what you can, but you can't do it all, mom. And that let that be a lesson. So um, here's the deal, man. I'm here. I'm non-binary. I'm queer. I'm poly. I'm bi. I'm vegan. <laughs> what have I... What other identifiers? <laughs> I'm bi- I'm bicultural. You're goth. You're I'm demon. Goth. I'm demon. I'm bisexual, and I'm also trying to get my life back. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna go to Brea. I'm gonna go to Brea January 14th and 15th. I'm gonna do stand up comedy there, and then I'm gonna record my special for Netflix January 22nd at the Gramercy Theater. I can't believe this is already here. And then I'm gonna do a couple of shows at Cap City here in Austin in February, and then I'm going to go to Miami. I'm going to do stand-up there, the whole new hour, which is crazy town. Tampa, Florida at the Improv. Cap City again. And then I do LA at the Netflix is a Joke Comedy Festival. I'll be part of that at the Regent Theater. So buy your tickets to see me, Los Angeles. I miss my city. I miss LA. And I, you know, I can't wait to see you guys back in LA. And then I do Irvine, Atlantic City at the Borgata, Boston, massive, huge tits at the Wilbur Irvine Improv. And that gets us through June. (laughs) You like that one. I heard you. Boston, massive, huge tits. Somebody liked that one. That was a good one. We all did. We all did. I know. So listen, you know, I, uh, as I do with my children, I believe in being honest and uh, emotionally available. So, you know, We've had some family stuff going on in the last couple of weeks, and it's it's not been, uh, you know, it's been tough. Uh, we'll go into it in detail on your mom's house. I don't want to discuss it all here. Um, but in case you've noticed online, you've heard some stuff. Yes, there's a little, there's stuff. So if I'm off today, forgive me. That's what's happening. Um, but uh, yeah, we get we get through stuff, right? We power on. Oh, but yeah, yeah, it's sad. You know, it, it, it's a uh, anyway, I'm not going to talk about it because I'm going to start crying and I don't want to cry on a podcast yet. I'll cry on your mom's house. I won't. We don't cry on where my mom. Catch me outside. I suck it up and I fucking power through. Um, so, yeah, let's try to move on. I'm going to get into my show today. I got so many thoughts for you. So many things happening. First of all, I don't know if the boys in the booth. Have you guys seen the new Spider-Man movie? I have not, but I've heard great things. Really? Oh, did you hate it? Let me tell you. (laughs) So, I mean, so we are in Florida. The kids and Tommy, we're waiting to get on an airplane to come home. And we got to kill some time. So we go to see 
the new Spider-Man movie. And the I was like, and I'm a fan. I I, I liked I I liked Spider-Man. I liked Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. I liked the guy in the 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 guy in the the plays nerds. That guy Spider-Man, right? He's in the Facebook movie or whatever. He I don't Facebook know. Mo- oh, Andrew Garfield. Yeah, yeah. That's I don't know his name. He's all the, you know they they cast these kind of nerdy guys. Yeah, he's great. I love Tobey Maguire. Great. I don't know who played Spider-Man before Tobey Maguire, but that's why I was into. I think Tobey was the first one. Right. And I like this Spider-Man Toby because he had Kirsten Dunst as his love interest with those big natural titties and she's very skinny. And they had a passionate love affair, MJ, right? His MJ is Kirsten Dunst, hot, hot, hot. It was it was a spicy meatball. Now, and he's fighting the bad guys, right? That's what Spider-Man does. Spider-Man fights the bad guys. Why? Because Comic books are about good versus evil because why? The world is full of good versus evil and it teaches young kids to be brave, stand up against that which you cannot change. You can't change. There's always going to be evil in the world. Why? I don't know. It just is. It is a fact. Now, the Facebook guy, that Spider-Man I saw a little bit, who did he bang in that one? Who does nerd guy get after Toby? What's the, his love interest? Emma Stone, the, the Muppet. The Muppet, the lobster girl. Now, I've since revised my opinion on Emma because I like her. I think she's talented. Again, is she that sexual? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, okay, good. He gets to bang Emma. And I'm pretty sure in the movie she looked hot. She looked like she had some, you know, sexuality. and She, she looks hot most of the time. She's fantastic, right? She's fantastic. Mm-hmm. She's super hot, yeah, yeah. She's super hot. Smoke show. And I bet you they banged on. Yeah, see, look, now they're banging on the Spider-Man movie. They're Frenching. That's what it's about. It's about a coming of age story about a, a young boy who gets special powers and he's he's too young to know what to do with him. With great power comes great responsibility. He learned he, he deals with the death of Aunt May and he's forced into adulthood and, and, and being in a response. It's a great story. Now, let's get to today. Who's this kid that plays? He was a cute boy. No problem. Who's the new boy? Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Adorable. Cute. Good. Fine. Now, Zendaya is his love match. I love Zendaya. Okay? I'm a huge fan. I love the show that she was in where she's a junkie. Euphoria? Oh, Loved her in Euphoria. That was a great show. Great show. She's edgy. She's got a transgendered boy girlfriend. Them there. They're doing heroin. I just love it. It's it's the music is good. The fashion. Now look how freaking asexual her, the MJ is here. She's dressed like a toddler boy. They never make out. They don't even. I don't ever see Frenching or tits or nothing. This is the most asexual Spider-Man I've ever seen. The guy barely has a boner under that suit. There's no chutzpah in him. So that's number one. That's my number one problem. Completely asexual, which is just, okay, I get it. This generation, we don't want to gender people. We don't want to offend people. Okay, so you take away my sex from Spider-Man. That's a bummer. Now, you guys are going to fucking die. Spoiler alert, if anybody's watching this. Oh, man. 
It's not good, any. Don't worry. Don't you're any of all people. You would get so enraged at this fucking movie. You're the only person I've heard say that it's not good. I'll tell you why. I'm 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 gonna, I'm gonna take my headphones off. I'm gonna take my take your headphones, headphones off. off. All right, all right. Any and you of all people, because I know you're like me. Listen, here's what I don't like. Okay, number one, I'm all for having feelings, dealing with emotions, but I'm also about resilience and accepting reality. In this fucking Spider-Man, you guys are gonna die. Uh-huh. He finds a way to go back in time. And, quote, cure the bad guys of what makes them bad. Do you understand what I'm saying? So he finds Octagon, whatever, Dr. Octopus with the fucking, <laughs> the, whatever that guy that I love that. Alfred, Alfred Molina. Who the fuck plays that guy? I love that actor. He finds Willem Dafoe, who's fantastic from the original Spideys too. And this kid is like, I'm going to make the bad guys good. So he finds a way. And that's the whole story is we're going to make bad guys good again, which number one teaches kids the absolute worst lesson is this. This is like codependency 101, right? If somebody's a bad guy, I'm going to change him. No, you're not. <laughs> yeah, you fucking pussy. You idiot. Yeah, you fucking idiot. Yeah. Why is Spider-Man assuming responsibility for other people's emotional problem this is like this is therapy 101 this is codependent it's terrible so there's that so there's that element of i'm gonna first of all you cannot change the evil guy this is the stupidest fucking thing i've ever heard in my life okay listen even if hitler had a million hugs he would have been a psycho that's just it plain and simple well i think if you timed those hugs out well <laughs> Time yeah, unless a we could, more in childhood. Well, let's say that's what I'm saying. So, unless the time machine goes back to when Doctor Octopus is a, a, a toddler or newborn, and his mommy could love him again, you're not gonna change anybody unless they want it themselves. So, even in the movie, the bad guy doesn't want to be changed because it's powerful. It's good to be. It's fun to be bad. And he's like, "No, you want to be good and powerless." Like, oh my god. So then there's that. Oh my god. And then at one point. There's so much crying. Spider-Man cries through this movie like he has his period the whole fucking movie. He's crying like a little bitch. His fucking feelings. I couldn't. Oh, my God. If this boy cried one more time as Spider-Man, I was going to throw up. I thought, what kind of superhero is I get it. Look, every superhero. Yeah. Bruce Wayne cries when his parents die. Bruce Wayne cries when bad shit. I get it. But the whole movie I mean, this guy needs a diaper and a fucking baba. What kind of hero is that? Look at, yeah, Tobey Maguire, his face. He's an ugly crier, too. He, he's he's not the best cute. crier of yeah. all the Spider-Men, I think. Which is fine. And he, he, but he cries here for a reason. I think his Aunt May was murdered or something really, really bad happened. I'm saying that this Spidey cries talking to somebody about something. And he's like, woohoo, my fucking feelings. Like, oh, my God. I mean, I wanted to have a conversation with my children after, like, listen, this is not normal, okay? When you're, he cries, like, in the middle of fighting the bad guys. Like, no, no, boo-boo, when you're fighting, you gotta buck up, and then when you, can, you know, be in a vulnerable place to cry. But he's fucking crying when he's fighting the bad, I, 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 I don't get it. It was so politically correct. He doesn't even really French Zendaya until the very end. I'm like, what is happening? He didn't yeah. even grab her tits or anything. So oh, boring. That's- 
Spoiler City over here. Yeah. <laughs> That's the whole movie. It's the whole like- movie. You guys got it. I'm going to start Gen X movie reviews where it's me telling, why, telling you why everything fucking sucks now. Which leads me to another topic. The Sex in the City reboot. Now, you guys know I'm a huge Sex in the City fan. The show is called and, the, and Just Like That. Okay. I love Sex and the City. I rewatch them every night because when I'm done putting my kids down, I'm so exhausted. I just watch these women and their fashion and the stupid jokes. The jokes are terrible in Sex and the City. And the it's just candy. It's like watching candy. It's it was Sex and the City was such a silly good show. So now, fast forward to and just like that, it's the 20-year reboot and Samantha's not there because she doesn't contractually want to do the show anymore. Fine. They make her that she's in London and she texts with them occasionally and their relationship is no good with Samantha. Okay, fine. Fine. Problem with that is Miranda is the sex in Sex in the City. So how do you create a show <laughs> where there's no... Okay, that, that's why it's called And Just Like That, I think, because there's, there's no fucking... So apparently when you turn 55... <laughs> When you turn 55, life is beyond depressing. Spoiler alert. Sorry. Was I supposed to say that before I discuss the show? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Don't worry. We're going to have graphics up. I mean, you guys. So the whole the whole brand is based on everybody looks good. Everybody is chipper. We talk about stupid things and we make stupid jokes. It's fun. Nah. These women are 55 now. And I swear to God, so far I've seen a hip replacement surgery I've seen spousal deaths. Everybody's fucking miserable. That's happening in the show? Yes! I'm out of my... I'm like, what is <laughs> happening to my girls? You mean to tell me that these three women who in their 20s and 30s, early 40s even, last time we saw them was in the movies, they were upbeat. Yes, life is a struggle, but we're going to make it. Now you visit them in their 50s and it is like a death rattle. The show is so depressing. But here's the deal. I love these women. I love the characters. And by episode five, now we're starting to get somewhere. So now it's starting to pick up. Um, and, you know, they made some choices. If you're a fan of the show, you know already they killed Big, which I don't know on what planet that was a remotely decent idea. Sorry, you guys. Spo- spoiler alert. Am I supposed to say that before? Well, I guess I can't fucking watch the <laughs> show anymore. You don't watch Sex in the City anyways, Booth Boys. Well, now I can't. Now you've made the decision for me. So they killed Big, which is the only fuckable guy on the whole show. Okay, yes, I like Steve. Is that this one? Yeah, look at him. He's hot. This guy, guy this is fuckable? It was back in the early series. Look at that cute picture of him down there. You know, he's a cute guy. guy. looks like a fucking vampire. I know, that's why I love him. <laughs> that's why I, you don't get it, any. You just don't get it. Jeez. You don't get it. Fuck. Listen, if they had an any on this show, that would be exciting. Because your life is real sex in the city. You should be on this show. But anyway, so Mr. Big is dead, which is the weirdest thing. I guess they had to kill him so that they could make Carrie single again. But it's just depressing right now. Oh, so yeah. I'm, I'm hoping he was a hottie back then. You know, he's a typical East Coast money guy. He drank martinis. He ate steaks like he's for the East Coast for New York. Like he's the hot suit guy. Hot, huh? He's emotionally distant. He keeps Carrie. Get- it's the whole thing. You, you don't get it. You just don't get it. Okay, you guys. Okay, all right. Well, I wouldn't fuck him. You wouldn't. He's not your type. Definitely not. <laughs> well, who I do you? That. Who do you fuck? Okay. Well, let's look at the men of Sex in the City compared to Steve. Okay. 
Look at right, Steve. Steve's sweet. Uh, sex and the city. Guys, look at the guys. And then Harry, who's Charlotte's husband. I mean, he's the most fuckable. These three? Oh, those are sweet. There's Aiden. Oh, yeah. And, Ron, and, Ron Livingston. And yeah, Burger. No, Burger's Danica the Danica looks yeah. like Danny. Wait, they call him Burger? Yeah, his name is Scott Burger, and he's a douchebag. That's Kian's literally Danny. Danny with better <laughs> that's, hair? That's, that's with literally a, Danny. It is true. That is Danny. <laughs> that's Kenny, were you in Sex in the City? <laughs> <laughs> and then there's Aiden, who was kind of a pussy. Like, he that's always. This guy? Yeah, he has like beaded bracelets, and like, he would, you know, he's all about the Southwestern as. as aesthetic with you know fucking dream catchers i'm not into that but he made furniture which was kind of hot woodworking is dope i meant you know what i would yeah. definitely fuck the woodworker yeah dude like women like guys that build stuff always always so anyway so there's steve but scroll down so like those are your options you're banging steve down his name is yeah that's that's miranda's husband no 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 that's aiden God, it's like you don't even know the guys of Sex in the City. Yeah, sorry, I'm really. There's Steve. You had this. it on there. Down there. That's Steve. No, the left. There. Oh, okay. Ugh. I know. Now Steve's got a good personality. So again, they're all in their. He fucking better. Yeah, they're all 55, but you think they were 85 because Steve is like, oh, t-. Steve can't hear anymore. He's got a hearing aid, and he's like, uh, I can't, I can't hear anything. I'm on the couch eating frozen yogurt. You're like, what is this life? These. Is this the guy with the hip replacement too? No, Carrie gets a, a okay, what? so anyway. I mean, you're only 55. We're, this isn't 95. Okay, but here's the best part. Here's the best part, or the worst, I should say. So Sex and the City was an unapologetic, politically incorrect show. It was ahead of its time because it had women saying crazy shit. Fantastic. So now they have to apologize, in essence, and make this new version so politically correct that it stripped any flavor out of this show. That sucks. Uh, listen, I don't. I, Mario Cantone, the gay guy, is the only one that says anything remotely normal in the show, indicative of his. You know, he's he's the outspoken gay guy, so he can say things like non-binary, more like non-fuck your mother, bear. You know, and you're like, uh. but it's it's stupid. Their jokes were always terrible. So anyway, Mario Cantone's the only one who says anything remotely real, and Charlotte, our beloved Charlotte, who was a waspy. Um, she married Harry, the Jewish guy. She converted to Judaism to be with Harry. It was a lovely story. And I love Harry. Harry was my, is my actually my favorite husband on the show. Um, Harry's, you know, Harry physically, and he's like a nebbishy, like, ah, and he's outspoken. Now, the guy has no balls. He makes no jokes. He can't say anything because everything Harry used to say was so inappropriate. And now they've completely neutered this character and here's the best. So Charlotte's big storyline is that she makes a black friend. That's what? Yeah. That's now, her entire That's arc? her, not her, <laughs> yeah, right now her big concern is she has a new friend and the friend is black. And how do I, I'm like, listen, bitch, first of all, you've lived in New York City your whole life and this is your first fucking black friend? Like, okay, <laughs> oh, you really are sheltered. Like you, you never had a black friend your whole fucking life and now in your 50s? I don't even understand what stupid what what could the story be like now i'm going to hip-hop concerts and i don't know what to do it's even like, dumber what is the it's even gayer okay so so the whole thing is she she wants to make friends with this black lady who's like the coolest mom at the school which i get i have the same dramas i relate as a mom so she's like i want to invite her over for a dinner party 
And then she goes, okay, yeah, I'll see you on Thursday. And then she panics because she realized she doesn't have any other people of color at the dinner party and that all her friends are white. And then she needs to invite people of color to make this girl feel comfortable. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure your friend has other friends that are not people of color. Like I'm, I'm, I think it's, so then the whole episode is her panicking to find people of color friends. <laughs> oh boy. Oh no. Yeah. Oh dear. That's not good. It's so stupid. And then she goes to the black lady's house for dinner and then there are the only white people there. And then now she's panicked because she's the only white people. It's like, what is this from? Is this 1962 or 2022? You know? Yeah. To the moon, Miranda. Right. Yeah. I was like, are we still really hung up on this? So it was interesting. It's interesting. I listen. All in all, I like that they're back. I hope that the show finds its voice and its footing because I think they're trying to be too PC. But the best part is Bobby Lee, obviously our beloved Bobby Lee is crushing it on there. He's a podcaster. Um, the podcast is horrible that they do there. It's like, oh on the show on the show. It's, okay. ter- it's terrible. <laughs> Not Bobby. Bobby's amazing. Bobby's the only re- redeeming part of the whole fucking thing. The podcast that they do is hosted by a non-binary. Che, it's supposed she's supposed to be a stand-up comic, but like I don't maybe she is in real life. I don't know her. And um and she's like, my pronouns are they them. Can you handle it? Cisgendered America? And then she hits a button that goes woke alert or whatever, and you're like, oh my God. How I want to f- fucking throw up. Yeah. It's the antithesis of fun podcasting because it's like that. Um but but uh yeah, it's it's painful. It's painful to watch what they think is is podcasts except for Bobby who's who's he he represents the cisgendered male and he's like he's awesome because he's Bobby Lee so I'm really happy Bobby's on there um but yeah it's painful that one's painful but anyway I'm sticking to it I love my girls there she is that's the black mom that Charlotte wants to be friends with hilarious hilarious the fuck I know and she's like she's light-skinned bro that I didn't want to say that but yeah (laughs) come on man she's been to enough white parties you fucking that's what, what I was saying. She's like, oh, damn, we didn't get the fried chicken. What the fuck? No. She's, she's basically a white. Come on, look at her. She's she basically chilling. Charlotte, but like tan. She's not even like really dark. Yeah, that girl's low-key white passing. I know. Low-key, but I with know. a tan. I know. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. That's weird. I know. Stupid, huh? <laughs> I have a black friend. What am I going to do now? I know. What are you gonna do when you make your first black friend out here in in Austin, Texas? Oh gosh, <laughs> let me think if I have any yet. No, <laughs> L.A. I did. You got me, homie. What you mean? Oh yeah. What's up? What's up? <laughs> yeah, sorry, Andy. We don't see race here. That's true. Any, let's have a frank, open discussion. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> well, I'm being serious here. Uh-huh. This is a serious topic. What do you think is better for? For the approach of like, I don't see color. I don't care what you are. I'm just gonna judge on what and who you are. Mm-hmm. Or the I see your color. I see where you're coming from. I see your intersectionality. I see your background, and let's talk about it more. Like, what's the what? What's the way? And I know you represent everybody who's a person of color, so that's why. It's- <laughs> <laughs> I. <laughs> I am their chosen president. That's true. As the leader of people of color. As the people of color's president. <laughs> Any, uh, 2022. <laughs> um, like, what's better? I don't I th- know. I think it, it kind of depends on the generation. Um, 
I think, you know, millennials, I'm a millennial and we kind of don't give a fuck. Like just, I'm I'm a person, you're a person. It's not that big of a deal. I definitely don't want you to research. If you put black people in your party to make me feel more comfortable, that is the least comfortable fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. But I think Gen Z, like as you start getting younger, I think they do want like you to talk to but however i'm not i'm not a kid i'll just tell you my perspective as a millennial i don't give a fuck man i'm a person you're a person let's chill yeah if we vibe we vibe if we don't we don't i, I don't care if it's black white don't matter to me yeah because that, that's gen x's mantra like in the 90s it was like dude we're all together we're all in this it's like, unite unite everybody unite um but i guess there is something to be said for like discussing differences and being sensitive to differences and but I, I agree. I don't, I don't like if I were going to an event and they're like, we invited other women so that you would feel comfortable. I'm like, ugh, no, thanks. You don't have to do that. Yeah, that's <laughs> terrible. It's like yeah. all, all that tells me is that our relationship's going to be fabricated moving forward. Like, yeah. If, if you have to change your party for us to work out for yeah. me to have a good time, then then why are we doing this? Then yeah. I'm, I guess I'm not just going to have a good time with you. Because then, yeah, because then you're always seen as the other. like i'm always the other i'm always the exception to what's normal and it's like i just don't care like either i belong here or i don't either i belong at the table or i don't and and if i don't that's fine i'll go somewhere else i don't care right and and especially i mean as a mixed dude and now especially in austin we've all grown up being the one you know in the room like we get it it's not it's not something that we're shy of if it's if it's a vibe it's a vibe man you don't gotta I'm gonna force it. Yeah. I think it makes the things. I think it makes things more uncomfortable than it makes things comfortable, unless you know you're Gen Z and maybe you want to talk about everything. Or you want to cry in your fucking Spider-Man costume, something yeah. like that. Jesus yeah, yeah. Christ! <laughs> cry while you're fucking your Zendaya. Oh, um, I love Zendaya, but I mean, she's so asexual. It's like we don't even know if she's a girl or she dresses like a tomboy. She ain't got no titties, which is fine. That's not her fault. But that's that's uh, but that's Gen Z, right? Gen Z is like uh, what is it? What do they call that? Um, androgynous. Andro- androgynous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. So I, so I think that's hot. I think that's, I think hot, that's right hot, and I kind of I like that. I respect that. I think that's interesting, because I I I've always felt um, um, non-binary myself in a way. Like I I don't see myself traditionally as a woman of. I don't care. Like, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is I don't, I don't ever define myself by societal stuff anyway. So, cool. Like, yeah, I like that. Um, cool. Yeah, I'm super cool. <laughs> I'm non-binary. What are my pronouns today? I don't know. I, w- I want to see you wear some androgynous shit next time. I feel like I am. Look at my cool hat. I'm wearing a golfer's hat. <laughs> that's pretty. That's pretty. I don't think I could pull that off. You know what I'm saying? No, you can pull off anything. Nah, you're too nice. And he's fashionable. He has a drum kit. Yeah, my neighbors don't like that one. No, you're bold. <laughs> I had to do it. I you're bold it. and beautiful. I love asking any. I love asking all the boys. Hey, what'd you do this weekend? And it's because I'm I'm looking for fun. You know what I mean? I'm a middle aged mom. I'm home with my kids. You're getting I, hip replacements. Yo, I hip I got hip replacements. <laughs> my excitement in life is like macaroni and cheese and chicken nuggets. So I come in and I'm always like, "What did you guys do?" And I feel like I want to create a segment where any just tells us what he did over the weekend because it's so much better than anything you've done. <laughs> any, tell me about your New Year's Eve. Go ahead. 
Tell me what you did. That's so okay, not hold true. On. Let's, I wish we could do a music cue. Here we go. Story. This is for all the middle-aged moms and dads listening, and your life fucking is so mundane and boring. Okay, here we go. Story time with any Annie's fantasy. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, I was hanging out with this girl. She's, Tell me about she's the girl. A, Where'd you meet her? On Hinge? On the apps? Met her on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's cool. Uh, I don't want to say her name. And, and Of course not. How you know, is she? She's there. super hot. She's hot. She's yeah. dope. She's like, yeah. uh, she's kind of like e-girl, you know, it's like What's emo e-girl? scene. Okay. You know what I mean? Like oh, she's fucked like up in the head. Yeah. I mean, aren't we all? But yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, if, if you're fucking with me, yeah, you can't be. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you, can't, you can't be fucking normal. You know what I mean? That doesn't work for you. <laughs> this is true. Well, game recognize game. You know, you got to go where you belong. Okay. So go ahead. So, so you meet her on the apps. Oh no, you're in the DMs. You're in the DMs. And then, so how do you get from DM to real life? Because I hear that's an issue with with the youngsters. Is like, how, how do to, you get from talk, chat, chat, chat to, hey, we're seeing each other? Because I hear there's a lot of chatting and then no no action. Well, I mean that's similar to how dudes be friend zoning themselves in real life. Like when oh. when when you just talk and you just like flow with whatever a girl more more times than less, they're not gonna make the they're not going to say, hey, let's go fucking hang out tomorrow. You know, like they're sure. waiting for you to do something. So yeah. it's a risk. You know, you got to take the move. But um, So what's your line? Yeah, are you like, are you like, hey, it's it's New Year's Eve. What's up? We're going to make some fireworks happen. <laughs> you think that's the pickup line? I still, by the way, I love it. Update, that would work though. Sidebar update. I still haven't asked the the girl that works at the place that I have to go into. I'm sorry, the guy, them, they. I oh haven't my. asked what her pronoun, their pronoun is, oh, and I'm still waiting. I went I went into the store, and then I chickened out. Uh, wait, what did what did that chicken out sound like? Was it like, no, no, no. hey, so, um, <laughs> no. happy new year. And no, I saw, I saw them, <laughs> I saw them, and I was like, I just wait, hey. I'm, I was with my kids, so I also was like, ah, I gotta go, they're crazy, you know. <laughs> So, okay, hold on. But back to your, so any, you're, you're getting her out of the DMs. So it's like, hey, what's up? Did she send you a tit pic? Did she send you a vag pic? Where, where are we in that courtship? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got nudes pretty wow. early on. But, but yeah, it's like, that's just how I am. You know, like I just, I'm yeah. a, I'm a sexual you person. Nasty. You know, I'm, you nasty. I'm a sexual person. <laughs> how that song go? I forget. I am a very sexual <laughs> You guys are horny. So let's have yeah. sex. I love it. Every horny house mom listening, you got to listen to. This. We need like cool music under this. Okay, so any, so you're like, bitch, send me some tip pics, send me some <laughs> pussy pics. You want to? You want to know the number one thing? I, I tell yeah. you, uh, there's no line. Like lines sure. don't. You know, y- you can to get in. It definitely works if you have like a stupid pickup line. But like the thing that always kind of turns it for yeah. me anyway. I love this. Is it's just two words. Go for it. You just say prove it damn prove it. prove it prove it works in so many fucking situations so you can say something something i'm so hot for you i say yeah, prove brilliant. it brilliant prove it what do you brilliant. mean how are you hot for me explain brilliant. elaborate brilliant. and you know, know why too it's provocative it's provocative <laughs> you're like it's it's a little hostile mm-hmm. but not but, but not, not, not unwelcoming it's yeah. welcoming and provocative prove it it's sexy i love this Prove, prove it, it, bitch. But yeah. no, bitch. Just prove it. Just prove it. Just prove it. You, you start with the prove Ooh. it. Maybe add in a bitch later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a couple more messages first. But I like prove it. So so now this is bold. 
because she could ghost. She could be like, dude, this guy is way out of his fucking mind. I'm but, done. But see, that, but that's the risk you got to take. Otherwise, you yeah. will stay in that. Friend let's zone. just keep talking. Oh, my God. Yeah, eventually, you're going to be gossiping about her boyfriend. Yeah. Well, yeah, whoops. fuck all that. Whoops, so, what happened? Nigga? So, so, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> sitting there fucking sleeping. This is the best. <laughs> I know. I want. I want like. I want Annie to teach a seminar. I've said this forever. Like, just teach guys how to get laid. Okay. So, so hold on. So, so prove it, and then she sends yeah. you the nudies, and then, and in, then you in do certain contexts. Do you yeah, send yeah. her your D pics too, or is it just it's one way? Um, I mean, I do, but I mean, I just I'm proud of it. So you don't care. I do. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. No, I care. <laughs> I I very much care. But care. but I'm proud of it though. So it's like no, I'm saying that you don't care if dudes. your D pics are out there in the world. It's like whatever. This is what everybody does. Who cares? Uh, no, I mean, I, yeah, I wouldn't like people that I didn't send it to to see that. But that's why you know it's kind of an unwritten rule. You don't share. You don't share. Shit, your, you know what I mean? So prove it. And she sends you her meow. You send her the D. And then how long before she's at your house? Mm, I mean, thing with her, she was in uh, she was in Portland, so oh. that was a ticket. You know, it's a whole thing. If, yeah. if she was if she was local, yeah. <laughs> that night. I mean, yeah. you know, the next time that we can, I love it. Pretend that we're gonna do something, and it's like really, we're just gonna fuck. Um, oh, so that's what you say? Hey, you want to come over and Netflix and chill? You want to come over and hike, and then you guys fuck instead? Yeah, you, you gotta you gotta gauge it. You gotta you know see how how comfortable. Like if if yeah. she did not need any, you know kind of guidance to to send a nude or whatever if she's just down yeah. then you could just say yeah like netflix and chill that's exactly what that means that's code for let's f yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. but um but if not if she's kind of you know a little more like eh, i don't really I have you know, morals i have yeah. self-confidence and self-esteem yeah, i don't do I, those i things. have a good relationship with my, my dad, dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then maybe like yeah take her out you know yeah. go to i don't let first. strange dudes come in me yeah <laughs> unreal I mean, look, I know that's what you got, the kids are doing is just letting people bust nuts in them. But man, that is wild. So anyway, back to Annie's fucking cool life. So then it's New Year's Eve and tell us what you did. Tell so, us what you did. Well, so I forgot that we're in Texas now so we can do fireworks. You fireworks do whatever you want. Yeah. You don't, you don't have, you could just <laughs> shoot guns in there. Shit. Who cares? Fuck you want, yeah. <laughs> so we, we passed this firework or fireworks, um, you know, stand or whatever. And I spent like four or five hundred dollars on fire <laughs> just because i'm like i've never been able to do this before yeah. you know like i'm gonna go all out yeah. so i spent way too much fun uh on it but we got all of those we got one of the uh, fireworks we got was the, like the big box yeah and you you set it up on the side and then it like, kind of goes you know like 15 of them in different intervals and stuff mm -hmm. and we saved that one for like the finale like the midnight when everyone was counting down and so of course everyone else that had fireworks in the uh complex we're also letting them off. So we set our thing off. It was sending all the fireworks. We started making out. And I'm like looking up at the sky as we're making out. I'm like, it's like fireworks all around oh, me, like so in a 360. It was super, so romantic. super like rom. -com. It felt like I was in a movie. And then she was like, I love you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then you were like, I'm not capable of those emotions. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, hey, baby, I got you an Uber. Don't worry. You don't, you don't have to be that nice. I would be. Yeah. Because me, I'd be like, oh, my God, I love you. Are we getting married now? Like, I love you. 
Yeah, I'm really glad she did not take no. that opportunity to say it. She knew it was a. She knew it was a crazy moment. She knew it was a pump. Oh, a so pump <laughs> situation. Pump and dump. Baby. Pump and dump. So will you bang her again, or this is just for New Year's Eve pumps? Um, I mean, I don't know. Time, time will tell. New Year's Eve pumps. <laughs> time will tell. I don't know. I'm, I'm not a. I'm not a fucking. You know think about next i'm not a planner you know i yeah. kind of just do you're like mr big because mr big on sex in the city carrie and big their saga is great because she's emotionally you know um crippled he's emotionally crippled so the two of them together was just perfect for 20 years they went back and forth and man chicks dig that chicks just love the uh well, does he like me the unavailability Wow, I, I feel like I just watched an episode of Sex in the City. Thank you, Annie, for that. Now, anytime. that was really cool. Um, let's get on to some follow-ups. You know, gosh, it, this has been such a long time since we've done the show, but, you know, some very important uh, topics here. Dick kicks. Referring to episode 123 on how to tell your kids to stick up for themselves, my first grader recently had her seat moved in her class next to a boy who had a crush on her. She says he chases her around at recess all the time. She told him she gave him a bug and a wish, but he won't stop. I said, you gave him what? She said, I told him that bugged me and I wish he would stop. I thought, oh, I love that. But since he won't stop, I think I'm going to tell her to follow up that bug and wish with a dick kick. Then for good measure, add in a mom joke. Or is that too much for first grade? Love the show. Love you, mommy and the booth boys listening from Ohio. Listen, Ohio, uh, I only employed a dick kick um, to the kid that was really torturing me. I mean, really bullying me for a, a long time. And I only encourage the employment of a dick kick when it's severe bullying. This is school crush stuff. Uh, it's actually kind of cutesy. And she's going to have dudes hitting on her her whole life. So this is kind of a good time to <laughs> to start that stuff. Um, You're saying not to imprint dick kicks this early no or, no not necessary yet because this kid isn't bullying her he's he likes her and he's fucking with her and she'll have this her whole life because this is what boys do especially when they're young they just like you i think she should tell the teacher and get the teacher involved because once the teacher's involved and sees what's happening the teacher generally uh, will put a stop to it but dick kicks i say for legit bullies who are harming hitting physically fucking with your kid and that's when you employ a swift dick kick Okay, this is a follow-up uh, apropos our discussion on tuna with Chase O'Donnell, my sweet love Chase. I have a tuna recipe that will change your mind. I am also team pasta plus tuna. The flavored tuna packets are an A plus for throwing in a dish. My fave is the evil, E-V-O-L, truffle mac and cheese with a sweet and spicy tuna. This sounds fucking disgusting. I would rather die. So thank you for ruining my day, uh, Bry. Thank you very much. Do we have a, oh, let's do a voicemail. Let's do a voicemail. Hey there, mommies. This is Annette from Milwaukee, Wisconsin calling. Just wanted to um, give my little two cents about um, the discussion you guys had about when the first time you had sex was. Mm. And I, Christina, am very similar to you. <laughs> you were goth. I was a street punk. I was in a punk gang at the age of 14 years old, was out on the streets doing drugs, drinking. Jeez. So I was also having sex too at that age. Um, was that healthy? No. Was that the reality of what me and all my friends were all doing? Yeah. Um, 
now many years later, I've been married for a long time and have a baby and everything's fine. But I really think that that is just a sign of overall dysfunction in a family and in a child's life and probably not the healthiest thing, but it is what it is. All right, mommies, see you in May. Well, I mean, yeah, what she's saying is something's going on. Um, You know, I think kids, when they express themselves, her her situation sounds extremely dysfunctional. If you're a street punk, that means you're homeless, essentially, and you're living outside of the home. What was her point? I'm not sure I understood. That she uh, fucked at the same age as you did. Oh, and that, yeah, clearly, yeah, my, my home life was a disaster. Of course I was fucking at 15 or on the brink of 16. Uh, yeah, I shouldn't have been probably banging that early, but all my friends were, and all my friends had fucked up home lives too, which is funny. Apropos our discussion of Danny, um, Danny's middle school sex. I was listening to episode 126 and Danny's story had me in tears. You posed a very good question. Where do middle schoolers have sex? Well, at my middle school, which was less than 100 students per class, some kids would sneak off during lunch or right after school and have sex on a teacher's desk they didn't like. This shit was wild, and I have no idea if the teachers ever found out, but I did stand guard a couple times. Ugh. Also, in middle school in our county, I live in Florida, so this may not be shocking news. Yeah, Florida's crazy, dude. Um, had a nursery slash daycare for students that already had kids. These students were also forced to take parenting classes as part of their curriculum. No shocker, but the high school across the street had the same thing going on. And taking care of your peers' kids was an elective. Jesus Christ. I had a friend who went to this school and took that class. Stop, cal- stop calling me daddy, Deanna from Florida. Yeah, wow. Babies having babies. I got to tell you, I I was at this hotel in Florida with my family. And, you know, this uh, woman came in and she has five kids. Five kids. And she's alone with her five kids ranging from ages two to about 13. And I was like, wow, this is this is crazy. How does how does a woman have five kids and she's alone with them? And I'm watching and the two year old and the 12 year old are alone in the jacuzzi with me and my kids. And I'm like and she's off eating nachos, not even looking. And I'm like, oh, that's how this bitch does it. Her 12 year old is the nanny. (laughs) Oh, I see. And how special and fun for the 12 year old that she gets to make sure her two year old sister doesn't drown in the like. Because at two, they don't swim. And that two-year-old didn't have floaties on or anything. And I was like, damn, there's a mom who's been through it a few times. Mom has. Oh, Let your 12-year-old watch your two-year-old. <laughs> I, I think that justifies a mom hack. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they say you shouldn't judge, but I think I'm going to judge because... Look, the two-year-old shouldn't... And was in the pool with uh, the 12-year-old without floaties or anything. That two-year-old could not swim, by the way. Some of you are going to say, oh, but you can teach babies to swim. Not really. Not until they're four and they have the coordination or three change, maybe. And I'm like, what are you... This bitch did not care. I was like, dude, it's wild. That's that's, fucking amazing. Okay. Also, you know, I had a really interesting uh, mom thought this morning on the way in, uh, which is... You know, the the common school of thought on kids is that they need to eat three meals a day and then they need to have snacks. You got to give them a snack in the morning, a snack in the afternoon, a snack, snack. I got to pack snacks to go to the fucking park. I got to pack a snack. If we go down the plane, I got to pack a snack, a snack, a snack, a snack. Now, I know this is the this is the gospel on on how kids have to eat. But I tell you what I did yesterday. It was too much chaos in the house. And God forbid I forgot to give my kids 
the snacks. Nobody had snacks. And I didn't, it didn't occur to me until I fed them dinner. I made them beautiful dinners, all right? Ellis likes salmon, believe it or not, thank God. I made him salmon with his pasta with the noodles and, the bu- and, and, and butter and salt. I made Julian spaghetti bolognese. Why? Because I'm a fucking great mom, okay? I set them down and they clean their plates for the first time ever. Normally, they take two bites. I'm done, mom. And it occurred to me, yeah, because I didn't feed them fucking snacks all day. And now they actually eat the meals that I prepared for them because they're hungry. So this obsession that I've had with the snacks, this is what I was taught. This is what Americans do. That you got to snack, 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 snack. Fuck a snack. Stop fucking feeding your kids snacks. If you want them to eat the dinner that you lovingly prepare, let them be hungry. Let them work up the appetite. Let them run in circles and play like they do. And then they'll eat your dinner. And the dinner's way better than a stupid snack. What are they fucking eating? They're always eating, you know, popcorn, sugary crap and gummy, gummy fruit gummies and all this nonsense. And I, anyway, fuck a snack. Um, I'm done. I'm done feeding them. And also, what kind of shit is this teaching them that they need to eat all day long? I think that's weird, too. Like, if I snacked all day long, I'd weigh 500 pounds. I can't snack all day. So I think it's actually teaching kids the absolute wrong way to eat this whole snack theory. And the school tells you, oh, you got to pack two snacks in the lunch. I'm like, why? Let these assholes eat like we do three times a day. Okay, there you go. We did our follow-ups. Oh, we have a mom confession? Let's hear that. That's been a long time. That sounds like a spicy meatball. Hey, Christine. I have a mommy confession that I haven't told anybody, not even my husband, because it's really horrible. I left my two-year-old in a car unattended while I ran into the daycare to pick up my four-year-old. I was just so tired. I didn't want to pick her up and get her out of her car seat and walk her all the way to the four-year-old's classroom. So I just left her in the car. It was a comfortable temperature. I was only going to be gone two minutes. Well, I got the four-year-old, came back down to about five people surrounding my car, uh, what looked to be a homeless lady, and the director of the daycare on the phone with 911. So apparently, while I ran inside, this homeless lady came up to my car, opened the door, and was I don't know, staring at my daughter, maybe trying to feed her something, maybe putting a spell on her. I have no fucking idea. So, uh, yeah, I was feeling like a big piece of shit mom. I still do. But um, thanks for letting me confess that to you. Keep them high and tight. I love it. Yeah, I mean, back in the 70s and the 80s, I remember a time when your mom would go grocery shopping and leave you in the car. (laughs) Leave you in the station wagon. And it was common practice. Um, but yeah, live and learn. I, I know I'm always tempted to leave the young one in the car too. And, but you know, they freak out. They don't let you do that. Unfortunately, I left Bitsy in the car in Florida and I felt so guilty. We couldn't take her in the movie theater. We had nowhere to go. She didn't die. So, I mean, that was good. The whole time I was like, what if she fucking dies? How, how, what time of day did you guys go see the movie? It was late afternoon. (laughs) I parked in the shade. Hottest part of the day. (laughs) We had no choice. She's fine. Uh, yep, all right. She's fine. She doesn't need therapy. Glad, glad to hear it. Does she need doggy therapy? Mm-hmm. We need to call in uh, Mr. Caesar Milan to come in and, and uh, <laughs> fix that dog. Dog services. Oh, my God. She's fucking fine. She loved it. Shut up. She was so stoked to be with us. 
She is. She's just stoked to come with us. I take her to drop the kids off at school in the morning. She just loves that. She loves it. All right, let's do some uh, what would Christina P's do's. You got mom questions? CP's got mom answers. What would Christina P do? This is so funny. This one's a good one. I wanted to know your opinion on husbands slash boyfriends watching porn and checking out other women in a relationship. I'm a therapist and I have a client who says she grew up in a family where porn was a no-no and for the first time at age 32 she realized how often her boyfriend watches porn and searches for hot women on social media. She's approached him and he said he understands why it's hurtful and appreciates her, quote, innocent mindset. She feels it's on a continuum and not every guy watches porn regularly. I'm not quite sure what to tell her. Please help. What? Why are you laughing? Yeah, no not guy every watches. Guy. Oh, yeah, yeah I sure. know. I know. I know. <laughs> every guy does. Every guy does, Rochelle. So you're asking me. I'm not sure, quite sure what to tell her. Me? You're a therapist. I don't know fucking therapist you're a therapist you tell her what the fuck to do Rochelle um you know I think I think to suffer the delusion under the delusion that your husband your boyfriend your brother your dad your granddad doesn't like looking at people at fucking uh or naked women is just stupid um it's naive and uh uh yeah, I, I personally, I, I don't think it's a big deal for my husband to watch pornography and masturbate to other people fucking. I don't care. I think, especially in a long-term relationship. Yeah, I mean, big deal. Now, the one thing I would think is creepy and weird is when guys like follow hot chicks on Instagram and then like like her pic or comment like, you know what I mean? I think that what I'd be like, okay, can you not, can you not like. What's the problem with that? <laughs> any. It's fine for any. Because any's in, you, you're just filling up girls with cum. Any, you're not in a relationship with girls. That's different. You're just filling them up. Um, But when you, when you have someone that, you know, you do want to protect the feelings of the woman you're with. So I think that's inappropriate. Like if I were following dudes on like finding hot guys and then like liking their photos and then you look fucking hot. Like that's that's a line. I totally see where you're coming from, Christina. Why? No, I'm just saying I. I, Why? You sound like you have something to share. No, I'm just like I I, I agree that if I was with a girl that was following hot guys and I could see her comment like, hey, we're showing you this post because so and so liked and we thought, you know, maybe you would like it. And it's just gross six-pack abs or something just like oh god i want to do laundry on that or something like that I'd be like, no, i don't i don't like that i don't like that that's disrespectful to look the- at nadav selling himself what look at that oh i'm such a good guy oh i don't i don't fucking like girls instagram pictures yeah listen to you. he's not saying that he doesn't but i think yeah. he's saying if you were in a relationship yeah, if you're in a relationship I'm, I'm not like if you're at a base level you're by yourself like do whatever you want like, yeah like, but, but you're in a relationship you just stop liking pictures like that publicly you, sure you just publicly you just, yeah you just yeah. scroll and be like oh that's nice i like that picture and then you yeah. keep scrolling you don't actually hit like you don't actually comment you it's, don't do anything yeah. it's just a like it's just a like uh-huh. it's not a big deal well i will tell you if i were like scrolling through instagram and there was like model like hot chicks and i saw that tom segura liked i would be like oh really really 
You like her? Did but, she cook your dinner? Did but, she bore you two fucking sons, bro? But, but Do you share a child with DNA, motherfucker? No. But that's but that's but that's if, if, like you, like this, Your Honor. If I may, what isn't that the point of Instagram though? It's all eye candy, so it's like, yes. don't you like it too when you when you Hat scroll Egan, past the model? Egan, uh -oh, uh -huh. but I don't search out. Listen, if Ryan Gosling appears on my feed, yeah, you're gonna like it. Whoopsie, right? I might look. No, I don't like it. I don't think so. Why not? Because it's offensive to your spouse. What? I think it's pushing now. Yeah, sorry, that's the line. That's the line. Huh. Um, I don't care if what Tommy watches pornographically. I stay away from looking at his phone because I don't want to know what's on there. I don't look at his computer because it's none of my business what my husband jays his D to privately. Uh, but however, I will say the line is when your husband only jays his D and doesn't F you. I think that's a problem when they start being too reliant on pornography. And Dr. Drew's talked about this at length on his show. When it becomes that's the only thing, or right, when it's that, compulsive, and that's when not, it's an addiction, right? That's not normal. Yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. problem. Mm -hmm. That's a problem. I mean, look, Tom and I spend a lot of time apart, so pornography is totally legit. Fine, great, love it. Um, yeah. But for this lady, the the therapist that's asking for uh for help, I mean. But here's the deal too: is that I actually do know guys that are not that interested in sex in general, let alone pornography. They just get asexual over time, or maybe not as sexual. Oh, so then that's the advice. Go find a dude that's like that. If you don't want a guy to watch porn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like a just, Mormon or yeah, something. Yeah, go find yeah. one of them asexual types. Yeah, go find a guy that doesn't have balls because... Or testosterone. Go find an asexual because, sweetie, they all, they all love... I mean, but that's what you want. You want a guy that's into fucking... And don't get into the trap of like, you know, he jays his D to different types of women than what I am. It doesn't matter. It does, it's none of your business. Don't don't care about it. Yeah, maybe she should replace what he's watching with stuff of her. That's exactly what I was going <laughs> to say. What are you talking about? Like she makes the porn? Like she sends nudes. Yeah. Uh, send like them, don't jerk off nice to these video. strangers. Jerk off to me. Or, or if she's really that, like... You guys are so naive. You really think what? a husband is jerking off to his wife? Get out of here. Especially after 17 years. They don't want to jerk off to you. That's the whole point of pornography. <laughs> You're giving him a break. No, I... Listen, I don't suffer the delusion that my husband wants to masturbate to me anymore. This is long gone. This is what pornography's for. It helps him sublimate that need. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I would just say... Because it's not like, sure, you wouldn't just send them in your work clothes and then take those out. But like, I don't know, lingerie, maybe you'd spice it up, do something a little different. It's like, yeah, he would like, like that. that. They yeah. would like that. Mm -hmm. Right. Give him a little treat. Don't fix his fucking daily fix with new shit every day. But you know, maybe once a quarter, like a uh, quarterly blowjobs, you know, quarterly beaches, quarterly nudes. Or, or another option, watch porn with him. That could get sexy. Yeah, that's fun. You can do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's actually more fun. There you go. That's a big, oh, that's a big uh, mom hack. Because you listen, you're telling moms who are tired raising kids, go take nudes. Good luck. And nobody wants to put their fucking postpartum body in a lingerie. It's not going to happen. That's fair. That's okay. Fair. Yep. Sorry about that. Next topic. Here we go. Hi, Crystal. I'm currently 32 weeks pregnant with my first child. I love my husband, but I felt super disinterested in milking his dong lately. Uh, much my whole pregnancy. I was very sick for the first 17 ish weeks. And even though I feel better now, I'm still not hyped about having two meat snakes in my body at once. My baby is a boy. <laughs> meat snakes. 
<laughs> I've always heard that pregnant bitches like to bone a lot more than usual. So I'm just wondering how you felt about sex when you were pregnant and how Todd handled it as well. Piss on me, beat me, Emily from Houston. Yeah, so personally, I was okay having sex when I was pregnant. Um, not the first, the first trimester was so rough because you're just nauseous and ill. And if you're nauseous and ill, I think you get a license to not touch as D because you're just sick. It's not fair. However, if, if your nausea has passed, um, I would offer a what Dan Savage of the Savage Love podcast refers to as a loving assist. A loving assist can be a handy uh, and anything else you're remotely comfortable with. It doesn't have to be your meow to give him a release because listen, just because you don't feel like banging doesn't mean your husband's needs stop. And wait until you got that newborn and and that doctor gives you the eight week okay to bang again. After eight weeks after you have your baby, you go to the doctor and he's like, yep, stitches are fine. You can bang now. And you that's like the last thing you want to do. <sighs> but if you want to stay married, <laughs> you got to do it. And it sucks. And like, look, is it PC what I'm telling you? No, no. But if you want to stay married and if you're with a cisgendered normal male, <laughs> you got to you got to make him you got to. You know, you got to make him bagok, period. So just do it. And I'm sure he's so pent up at this point. He'll be so happy that you're just touching him. It probably won't even take that long. And you're the wife. You know what What makes him bagok. Just do it. Do it quick. Get it over with. Get on. Fold the laundry. Okay. Uh, oh, let's do a voicemail of what, what Christina P. do, and then we'll, we'll get on to something else. Hey, Mommy Jeans. This Hi. is Allie. Hi. I was calling you because I'm a new mommy myself. Oh. And uh really hope I'm not the only one with this problem, but I am in my first trimester being mm -hmm. pregnant and uh all night long, I cannot stop burping and farting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can you help me? Uh, yeah. I know it's been a while since you were pregnant, but hopefully you have some good advice. Not that long. Thanks, Jeans. It's only been three and a half years since I was pregnant. Um, Yeah, I can tell you what you can do. Burping and farting. So um, check with your doctor. You can take Gas-X or Phazyme to help with the farts. I like Phazyme better than Gas-X. Um, and that'll cut down on that. Tums, if you have indigestion. I had indigestion more than burps and farts. But unfortunately, I think the farts are hormonal because of the fluctuation. So I don't know if there's a ton you can do. But ask your, ask your OB. I'm sure they can help you out. Also, eliminate stuff from your diet that's likely to make those farts happen. But be thankful for those farts because farts do push the shit out. Don't forget, you need the farts and you don't want to be constipated. So count those farts as a blessing in the skies and, you know, keep your fiber intake. Keep it going. You know, you don't want to stop pooping when you're preggers. That's the worst one. Great it, advice. Probably hormonal is what I'm thinking. Okay, one, one, one more what will Christina P. do? These are fun. Hey, Mommy. It's Lindsay from Pittsburgh. Please help solve a big debate at my house. If your bidet opens itself, washes and dries your own ass, and then flushes and closes itself after you walk away, do you have to wash your hands? Wow. I caught my husband walking away after he had a shitting episode, wow. um, and he didn't wash his hands, and we've been having a big debate over this. Pretty sure I live with a Burt Kreischer. Uh, please send some help. Thank you. Bye. So, oh, wow. Wow. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if this isn't like, I'm surprised we haven't had this come up. 
and studio jeans. Yeah. If there wasn't a studio jeans topic, I mean, this is like, we got to talk about this on your mom's house. Make a note of this. Write this down for your mom's house, okay? Sure. Fuck. So what she's saying is, if you have a bidet that washes your tush, dries your tush, and opens and shuts the lid, do you need to wash your hands after going brown? Now, Your Honor, I would say yes, only if you're doing, and I still do this, a wipe to wipe up the water on my asshole. Mm -hmm. But this one's got a dryer, she said. But does he... Now, here, well, here you are. If he's a Burt yep, Kreischer, yep. if he's a Burt Kreischer, true Kreischer, he's likely not cleaning himself well or drying himself well. I'm guessing it's a very sloppy cleanup. Mm. <sighs> Man. I, I would still make him wash his hands because if he's a Burt, he's disgusting anyways. Mm -hmm. What do you guys think? I feel like a really good rule of thumb is anytime you go into the bathroom, you wash your hands before you leave the bathroom. Yeah, because there's caca flecks everywhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it's, you yeah. know, it's, it's, it's getting on you. It's getting in your business. Yeah, there's like poop in the air. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. It's a good rule of thumb, I think. Yeah, there's poop in the air. Yeah, plus when you're when you're pooping, yeah, there's just caca everywhere. You should just wash your hands. Okay. Just, yeah, just wash your hands. And you know what? If you're doing that dab definitely wash your hands definitely after yeah. the dab yeah the mm -hmm. dab mm -hmm. are you in you're into bidet life right <sighs> yeah. i live that shit yeah no you've been doing that here in texas too yeah that was uh i think one of the first things i bought when i moved when i moved here yeah i made sure that i got a good uh got a good hello tushy yeah, yeah. and uh yeah it's great good okay let's mm -hmm. do a pajitsky effect do, do you have the voicemails i f i live for these gosh did i have one Oh, yeah. We okay. also have uh, a new intro for it. Wow. By Ray Lynn. Oh. Pajitsky effect. <laughs> Thank you, Ray Lynn. That was amazing. Um, all right. Here's a fun one. Hey, Hitler and Booth Mommies. My name is James, a gay man from Georgia. So I like to hoe on the go and oh, enjoy my hookups. Oh. And I want to share a Pajitsky effect. So time and time again, I've been on the road wanting to get my butt stuffed. Mm. And lo and behold, I don't have any lube, so I have to run by the gas station or ask my hookup if they have any lube. And it's frankly embarrassing until it just hit me. I can just bring lube with me, have one for at home mm -hmm. and one for in the car. It's not even that expensive. Mm -mm. So I can be a smart hoe on the go. Mm. Uh, so thanks so much, mommies. Love the show. <laughs> and I got a DUI, baby. <laughs> well, that's so wonderful. And also, I bet they make lube that's like those antibacterial hand sanies. You know, when you can clip it onto your keychain. I bet oh, you they God. make small travel size ones. Yeah. You, you think he should have his lube clipped onto his keychain? Travel size lube. I'm sure they make that. Get his butt stuffed, he said. His butt stuffed. Yeah. Travel size lube. There you go, sweetheart. There you go. So I would even say buy travel size and then you can put it in your suitcase. You can put one in your dashboard of your car. Put one in your pocket. Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised he doesn't have this in like a, you know, catastrophic pack. Like if you're a dude and you're single or you're fucking, you should have like that, that, you know, fucking like a duffel bag with just everything you might need for right. a sleepover if you need to go you know just like, um, like a go bag sure, I guess I like guess a tiny 
Not too big though. Duffel bag. I mean, Jesus Christ, Danny. Yeah, no, I, I just I'm just bad with, with fucking words. But yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like a little bag, little bag. Like a yeah, like a men's purse, like mm-hmm. a little man like one bag. One of those military trunks that they have at the foot of the bed. <laughs> full of dildos and knives and watches. I and... got everything we need, baby. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing with this chick? Whips and chains. And... I mean, jeez, yeah. <laughs> whatever they like. You know I thought just a little bag. <laughs> That's not a bad idea, like a kit, like your condoms, your... Yeah, like a toiletry bag type mm-hmm. deal. That's the word we've been looking for, a toiletry bag. Yeah, yeah just a, I, I always called it my backup because it, uh, it was like backup underwear, backup yes. shirt, backup, just backup, you know? You never know. You never know. Especially if he's, a, in there. if he's a hoe on the go, as he says, he should probably have like a change of clothes. You're right, in the trunk, mm-hmm. undies, lubes, wipes wipes there very important hey toothbrush wow. toothpaste toothbrush you know toothpaste you know what i'm saying yeah. dry shampoos mm-hmm. okay a little lotion <laughs> okay i'm done thank you next <laughs> lotion for your skin not for <laughs> man for jang or in the car no no i don't know yeah, that's just called loop you, and you already have that in the back oh, man, yeah. i'm a dry guy i don't need that shit anyway okay thank you next i want to know what you do don't need to hear it you're still my kids in the way Hi, Mommy. I am sitting outside the post office, and I went in there. They have a big sign that says P.O. Box, and I was like, I wonder what that stands for. Um, turns out it stands for Post Office Box. So, yeah, that's my Pajiski effect. Have a great day. <laughs> oh, P.O. Box. <laughs> I thought she said E.O. Box. I was like, what's E.O. Box? Yeah. P.O. Box, post office. Wow. I'm not sure I knew that one either. Mm. Oh, my God. This is my Pajitsky effect. Oh, my God. A.M. and P.M. Oh, boy. Uh-huh. Yeah. 7 A.M. or 7 P.M. What does the A.M. and the P.M. stand for? I mean, we say that, right? Uh, <laughs> Eddie goes, oh, morning? shit. That, okay. So after morning. And then pre-morning no, no that's not it that's not Wait, it is it after midnight okay so then what's the p.m pre-midnight pre-midnight no i looked it up meridian yes meridian meridian what? the meridian line right like well the sun passes the meridian line anti-meridium and pre-meridium i think so anti-meaning prior and then post-meridium Whoa. the meridian nailed it wow but the, mer- but the mer- I thought it was Meridian. I thought that too. Yeah, let's see what that is. It's a real so Berenstein Bears. <laughs> oh, shit, the Berenstein Bears. <laughs> yeah, what, so what is Meridian? I'm, I'm, now I'm confused again. So it's two 12-hour periods. Oh, anti-Meridian before noon and Be- post-Meridian afternoon. But what is the word Meridian? I thought that I thought I was hearing meridian, meaning like the meridian line of the earth, and it would pass past the meridian line. Right. That's the only reason why I said that word. Yeah. Seriously. So what but is a no. meridian? So Google meridian. Jesus, we're getting into fucking mathematics. Isn't this, and shit? isn't this amazing though? Like, why didn't I learn this in school? I learned the stupidest stuff. I learned philosophy, and I didn't learn what AM and PM. Okay, anti-meridian is a misspelling of anti-meridian. A meridian. At 180 uh, degrees nope, from another <laughs> or a meridian opposite. Oh, fucking cunts. Oopsies. Ooh, meridies means midday. 
Yeah, but what is meridium? I think it means midday. Oh, so the plural of... So it's before midday and then after midday. Oh, my God. Oh, See, my God. If if all of us didn't know this, why did we go to school? Like we we graduated from college, and you don't know what fucking AM PM is. It's still silly. But I mean, also think about how old you are right now, and when you <laughs> needed that info. <laughs> That's true. But I feel like there should be a common sense class, like how to change your oil. What does AM PM stand for? How to make your towels hot. Uh, do I use shower gel or soap? Like all these things that we've discovered on this show, we've had to learn the hard way. And I should have learned this in college. No, this is crazy. All right, let's do another one. Hi, guys. Uh, Christina and Booth Boys. This is Emmeline. I had a Pazitsky effect for you. I've been sick now for eight days. Oh. And um, I'm turning 38 tomorrow. And I just realized today when I went to the grocery store that I can buy real Kleenex and not use <laughs> scratchy ass toilet paper oh, yeah, on my raw on nose. Yeah. 38 years. Yeah. Bought my first box of Kleenex. It's so nice. Anyway, definitely R worded. Thanks yeah. guys. Love the show. Bye. Congratulations. That was probably one of the first ones I had where I was like, oh, I can buy soft Kleenex, not just Kleenex, but the aloe kind for when your nose gets all raw, like nice soft kind. What? They yeah. have what? They have like soft Kleenex, enhanced soft Kleenex tissue. Yeah, yeah. the uh, good brand is Puffs. Puffs. Puffs does it well too. Yeah. Yeah, you don't need to use toilet paper. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my! Oh my gosh! Can I tell you what I did this morning that horrified my mother-in-law? Um, <laughs> I just came out. I was like in my pajamas. It was like six thirty in the morning, and I just I had to blow my nose. But I'm as a mom. I don't often get to do things properly. For instance, I don't really get to eat and sit down. I have to stand and eat. I have There's a lot of things you just don't do as a mom properly. I started blowing my nose into my hand. What? Yeah, and I did it in front of her. <laughs> she was so horrified. She's like, ah, this is disgusting. This is disgusting. She's right. You have to, have to tell Tommy that you're disgusting. I'm like, yeah, but it's my hand and it's my snot and i i'm in my house so what's disgusting it's foul as shit it's I'll do it so right that now. is no don't do, don't do it don't do it don't do it there's no tissues oh, there for you to wipe it off that's of. foul that's like coming into my hand <laughs> when i masturbate instead of on a fucking tissue you know, paper but you've come never on. come in your own hand of course you can come in your yeah, own when, when you i was were, like 13 like, yeah. yeah when i couldn't handle it it's Just like fuck discovered it, it. uh-huh <laughs> Jesus. Well, I knew a friend. I mean, don't you guys have friends that would just, when they're sick, would blow their nose into their t-shirt? Oh. You never yeah, did that? But, yeah, then you make fun of them that they were raised by wolves on a farm or something. And you're like, yeah, hey, man, we live in a society. Yeah, no, <laughs> if, if my friend did that, then he's not my friend anymore. He's that fucking weird kid. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a time and place for everything. Oh. Like I, I was going on a walk the other day, and I definitely you know, let out a snot rocket or two. But See? I didn't. No, no, no. But that's different because it's not on my hand. It's in the grass that I'm walking by. Yeah, but I, I like, I don't mind snot. Like, I wipe my kid's nose with my bare hand. I don't give a fuck. And then I'll wipe it on my shirt or my pants. <sighs> that first part was fine. The second part of wiping it on your shirt's kind of less fine. Don't care. I'm not. I'm I not. You, man. I'm not. Sn- <laughs> <laughs> I am not snot averse. I'm not body fluid. I'm not a fucking pussy like you guys apparently. 
Yep, I agree. <laughs> we are bigger okay. pussies than you. <laughs> I'm gonna give you a real light hug moving forward. <laughs> real light hugs. It's clear snot. It's not sex snot. It's just like. I think any shade of it's pretty disgusting. But don't do you examine your snots? You should. I mean, when I blow into a tissue, I do uh, confirm the kill. You know. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, wait, was this as productive as I thought it was? And you're like, wait, hold on, let me wait. check. And you're like, nope, I think I got more in there. Let's go for round two. Let's yeah. circle back. I like. I don't mind boogers. All right, let's do one more. Sorry, I love these so much. I, these make me so happy. I, I love hearing that other people share the same stupid thoughts that I have. One more voicemail, and then we'll. We'll say goodbye for the day. Hey, mommies, booth boys. Name's Greg. Uh, had a bit of a Pajitsky effect. So, growing up, my dad would never let me turn on the AC in the car because he said it would waste gas. Yeah. But in yeah. hindsight, that's a bit of a tick-tarted idea yeah. and premise because you can buy more gasoline. <laughs> um, yeah, so I do that now. I just buy more gasoline whenever I want to use the air conditioner in my car <laughs> instead of getting swamp ass and sticking to the seats in my car. You know, the simple joys in life. Keep them bitches high and tight, never right. low and loose. Right. Jeans up, hose down. Right. Yeah, why Why do we work for it? Like, why are you working for a living? Why do you work if you can't just buy more gas? It's like we work so hard and then you suffer. You just suffer. AC costs money. Gas costs money. Yeah, everything costs money. Everything costs money. Ugh, that's so yeah. funny. I remember because I grew up, you know, with uh, my mom who froze bread. Yeah. And that goes hand in hand <laughs> with never turning the AC on. No, dads, dads never like the AC on. Historically, I think everybody's dad is like, don't waste that. Don't turn the air conditioner right. on. It costs money. Yeah, everything costs money. Well, yeah. Wouldn't you rather spend the money on stuff that makes you comfortable and happy? Yeah, so, I, I so, feel like that's what life's about. Yeah. What, why are you making money then? I, I, I don't understand. To freeze bread and not turn the AC Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. And, and like, I, one of the joys of finally earning a living in show business is that I don't give a shit. If my kids break something in the house, I don't freak out. I don't fucking throw a fit because I'll just buy another one. I don't fucking care. You know, and my parents freaked out so hard if I broke one dish or something. It's like, so what? Go buy another fucking dish. The kids, they don't have good coordination. They're just kids. God. All right. Anyway, I got to go. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. And um, I'm excited to be back doing the show. Hopefully I will be able to do this again next week. I don't know. You know, like I said, we have some family stuff happening. So I don't know. But I wanted to come back and say hello and check in and, and catch up with the show because I missed it. I missed you. Subscribe on YouTube if you like the show. And, uh, you know, rate, review, see me do stand up live. Leave me a voicemail, 213-375-5184, or email me where my mom's at at gmail.com. I look forward to your Pajitsky effects, your follow-ups, your mom hacks, your what would Christina P. do, and now your mom confessions. I like hearing those. I like hearing how bad you are as a mom. Me too. Okay. Until next time, stay cool, moms. I love you. Mwah. You're gorgeous. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at. Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at. Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's at?